in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Betches Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and we have another special guest with us today. I am so excited. We've gotten so many requests for her as well. We have Jess Clark Higgins here with us. She's a licensed esthetician, a social media personality, and she just so happened to have the most beautiful, exquisite wedding (laughs) to Ben Higgins, who we all know and love from The Bachelor. So Jess, welcome. We are so excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I was telling you off air, I'm such a fan of y'all and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. We are such fans, too. We obviously stalked the wedding and the people (laughs) exclusive, but I'm excited to just have you to talk about all of that today. So real quick, before we get into all the wedding details, I like to kind of set the tone. For those of us that don't know, what's kind of the shortened, condensed version of how you and Ben met? Because it's a very interesting story, a very modern one, if you will. Very modern. Not how I thought I'd meet my husband, but... Mm -hmm. Um, short version of it is I was living in Nashville. I had a full-time sales job and I was at a hockey game and Ben was staying in a hotel across the street from the hockey arena. And I posted a photo, tagged my location. Ben was scrolling Instagram, saw my photo on his explore page, screenshotted it. And then like six months later, found the screenshot And some of his friends were like, you have to DM girls to meet them, to start dating again. So he decided I was going to be his DM of choice. So he messaged me. I saw that someone with like a million followers and a blue checkmark DM'd me on Instagram. And I was like, what in the (laughs) heck You were probably like, what is happening? Literally. (laughs) I was like, am I being punked? Like, or who is this guy? (laughs) So I asked my family and my mom was like, he was The Bachelor. Like I watched his season. So my whole family was like, you have to figure out how he found you, replied to his DM, (laughs) the rest is history. You're like, how the fuck did you find me? Oh my God, that is so, that is so crazy. Like that, I just love that because like, it's just such a unique story. Like he, and the fact that it happened is six months after he noticed you virtually. And listen, we live in a virtual world these days, so I Mm -hmm. love it. It's just yeah. for all you other couples out there, slide into DMs to get what you want because it clearly know. works. It works. Um, and I love it because everyone thinks that I slid into his. So, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, you would think that. Yeah. You, that's what oh, – because, yeah, I mean, if you're a famous dude, you probably have girls sliding in left and right. But yeah. other way around. Exactly. Love it. And then <laughs> – so you guys were together and he proposed during COVID, right? Yes. Or during quarantine. COVID's all the time. (laughs) I know. COVID's still happening. But (laughs) it was two weeks into quarantine when we thought quarantine was going to be like two to three weeks. 
And mm-hmm. he had a whole elaborate plan. We were supposed to go to New York together. Um, and he was had like a flash mob planned and like this whole thing in <gasps> Central Park. And oh my God. then we ended up quarantining at my parents' house. And he was like, I'm still going to propose when I wanted to propose. So he set it up in my parents' backyard and it was perfect. I love that, honestly. I mean, flash mob sounds very cool too, <laughs> but I kind of love the intimate like backyard proposal because it's just more intimate and special. I agree. Um, so just to get into the wedding details, I mean, your wedding was truly gorgeous. It was. It looked very like sentimental and special to you guys. Yeah. So you got married in Nashville, yeah. um, where you're from, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. And then can you tell us about the venue and what made you choose that? Because it was really just like gorgeous outside fall vibes. Yeah. So we got married at the estate at Cherokee Dock. And it's a little ways outside of the city of Nashville. Um, And when my wedding planner took me to look at it, we were walking through. It's this beautiful house on a lake. And there's a tent that's like built into the property. And I I was inspired by Father of the Bride. And so I really wanted a tent at my wedding in some capacity. So I, I saw that. the tent and I was like kind of sold. And then we're touring the property and the property manager was like, this also was Reba McIntyre's old house. We bought it from her two years ago to make it into a venue. And I was like, oh, sold, done. Love Reba. So, um, and it was on the lake, which Ben grew up on a lake. So that was really fun and exciting because he didn't go with me to look at the venues. So when I FaceTimed Mm -hmm. him and told him it was on a lake, he loved it. And it was just, it was perfect. And when was the wedding again? November 13th. Okay. So perfect. Warm fall. I mean, truly like the sunlight, it looked like you guys lucked out with the perfect weather. And I mean, it just looked amazing. So it was super sunny and beautiful, but it was like 40 degrees. So oh, really? Yes. Oh, it didn't, behind- you, it didn't look like that. I was like, it's a, it must have been warm. I don't know. I don't, I guess some, I guess you guys hit it well in the photos. We took um, some whiskey shots, screwball specifically, mm-hmm. the peanut butter one to really warm oh us my God. up. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, that is literally the best I, my, we recently discovered that, and it's oh, so good. <laughs> so good? I hadn't really tried it until the day, and I was, like, out there shivering, and my maiden matron brought me, like, a little airplane bottle of it, and I took mm-hmm. a shot, and I was like, oh, we're great. We're good to go. <laughs> you, I always recommend a shot of something before the wedding festivities begin. Yes. It just it calms you down, loosens the nerves, warms you up in this case. Yep. Yes, so, yeah, totally. I'm glad that worked for you. Yeah. Well, okay, so you got married in the most beautiful custom and barge gown. And barge is killing it lately. I feel like a lot of people are getting married in her dresses, and I'm obsessed yeah. with them. Yes. Um, so can you give us all the details on the look, including the sleeves, which were yes. detachable, right? Yes. So okay. when, I, when I went to get a dress, I knew I wanted Anne Barge because they are so, like, just classic. And I didn't want to look back on my dress and be like, what was I thinking, you know? So, Mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted sleeves because I just think it makes photos easier. You have to worry about angles as much with your arms, Mm -hmm. all that good stuff. And I tried on uh, probably nine dresses, all different like lace, everything. I put on the strapless dress and I was like, I love this. I love how simple it is. I love how flattering it is, but it doesn't have sleeves. So Mm -hmm. the women at Ann Barge, brought me these detachable sleeves 
and I put them on and it was like with the veil and everything, it was like magic. And um, then my mom went behind my back and mailed her wedding dress to Ann Barge and was like, if you can use anything from my dress, I think that Jess would really like that. So they found the lace from my mom's dress and they put it on my sleeves. Oh, okay. Wait a second. That yeah. first of all, I I agree. Sleeves is like especially the detachable because then you have them on for the ceremony, take mm-hmm. them off for the reception. Different look without just without having to change. Yes, I love that. But that the fact that they were made from your mom's dress. Did you cry? Cried, sobbed. Yeah, I was just I was. really surprised because growing up, you know, I'm the only girl. So growing up, I always said I'd wear my mom's dress. It was mm-hmm. always like a thing, or I would make her dress into something else and then I I just I mean I stopped talking about it but it would have been so I wanted to use her dress somehow so it was just that's a perfect that's a perfect way too because I've heard of like you know people using some of the fabric for like a bag or for but I love that you did it for sleeves and I mean that's just so sentimental and I like that because truly like you rarely hear of a bride wearing the exact mother's dress, especially because our mom's dresses are all like from the yeah. 80s or what, wherever. Um, so I don't know. I think that that made me when I saw that I was like, I want to keep my wedding dress. I was going to like I was considering selling it or whatever, but I was like, I want to keep it just so my future unborn daughter one day yep. can either wear it, which is unlikely, or make it into cool sleeves or something. Yeah, or like a so veil. Like you can do so much yeah. with the fabric that you don't even think about. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So, okay, we got so many questions about your hair. Like yes. literally the audience was like, what did she tell her hair person? Or did you even oh my have gosh. to give direction? Because your hair just looked just like full. It was it was simple. It was half up, half down. Yeah. You know, the pieces in the front. But did you give any specific like guidance? Because I think our audience wants to replicate the look. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I went to the hair. The girl's been doing my hair in Nashville since I was, I mean, for forever. She's amazing. And mm -hmm. we were just like chatting about it. I have pretty thin hair. And so she told me about these clip-in extensions that you can order. And so we did cool. like, we had three um, little clip-ins like in the back of my head just to make it look more full. And then I, I don't do much to my hair or wear a lot of makeup or anything in general. And so I was like, I don't want to look overdone. Like I don't want a lot of volume. Mm -hmm. I don't want a lot of curl. And the extensions kind of helped hold everything in place. And then she just did like really loose half up, half down. We pulled more like apart. The trial helped a lot because I was a little yeah. anxious because especially in the South, like big hair's mm -hmm. in and I did not want big mm -hmm. hair. The Dolly Parton hair. Yes. <laughs> picture. I, was, I can't even picture you with that. No, I but was I mean, not into it. We just had another bride on a couple weeks ago on this podcast that that was her biggest regret. She just like didn't give enough direction to her hair person and ended yeah. up, her wedding was in Georgia. Her hair was like this poofy, like huge glam look. And she, yeah. and I was like, that's such a shame. Like you want to love your hair on your wedding day. Like yes. that's one of the most important things in my opinion. And so, I always say, especially like I'm sort of in the beauty industry Give them mm -hmm. as much direction as you want. Like, that's their job. They're not going to be offended. People tell them all the right. time to redo things. And it is your wedding day. So if, mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't have to change anything about mine. She just kind of killed it with the effortless, pull it back. Definitely recommend clip-ins. But if there was something to change, like, speak up about it. I did that with right. some of my makeup. And they don't care. They're used to yeah. it. Yeah. They'd rather you do that than you, like just go get married and not like your look and resent them yeah. because of that. Or so, wash off half that. of your makeup after it's done. Yeah. I've done that before. Stuff like that. Yep. Or like start going in the bathroom. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was a bridesmaid in a wedding and like I wasn't happy with something about my makeup. Mm -hmm. And I like went in the bathroom and like tried to fix it after. But I was like, we're paying. I'm still paying for this service. Like why am I not just asking the, the yes. makeup artist to like slightly tweak it? Like you yes. said, they're just used to that. So yep. don't be afraid. No. Um, so your your color scheme I loved because it was very timeless. Your Thank bridesmaids you. wore hunter green. Yeah. How did you choose that? And like, how did the the process go for picking out the dresses? Yeah. And how many bridesmaids did you have? I just okay, threw I like had... ten questions at you. And no, this is perfect. <laughs> so I had eleven bridesmaids and. Mm -hmm. In those 11, one was my maid of honor and one was my matron of honor. So maid and matron, the nine bridesmaids. Um, I chose hunter green. I know people can't see this because it's audio, but I'm wearing a hunter green sweatshirt. It is my favorite color. Oh, you are. <laughs> you, oh, my God. You I really know. Are. Ben, ben just gave this to me this morning. He's like, this reminded me of you. And I was like, hmm, can't imagine why because everything I own is hunter green. <laughs> right. But Green's I, having a moment and will forever. So Yes. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted, because we were getting married in November, 
I really wanted to do evergreen as in our florals and like I wanted it's inexpensive and I think it's beautiful. So I wanted everything to be white with a little bit of evergreen just in general at, at our wedding. And so when I was looking at bridesmaids dress swatches, which Ann Barge and I actually collaborated to make my dresses and we were looking at the swatches and I saw the hunter green and I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's going to look so good in the fall. It'll match the evergreen that I'm already kind of leaning towards for florals. And um, so the color was like a no-brainer. And yeah. then I had my matron of honor with me that day and she just tried on all of the different styles of dresses and she could really boogie in the style we went with. So that was mm, it. That's important. That yeah. is an underrated tip because some of these bridesmaids dresses these days are like skin tight, mermaid style all the way down. And I'm yep. like, no, your bridesmaids, they got to let loose by the by the reception. Your yes. bridesmaids are ready to boogie. So exactly. get them something they can do that in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just gorgeous. And I think the thing about Hunter Green, it was interesting because at first glance, I was like, oh, are they in black? But then I was like, oh, no, it's still very, like, timeless and formal, look, yeah. can be formal, can be dressed down. Yes. But it, it just was gorgeous. It was like a Thank subtle... You. Hunter Green. So yeah. love that. I was like, damn it, I should have done that. No, um, it was like almost a neutral, which, yeah. 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 That. And it goes with greenery, which is such a good point. Like, mm -hmm. greenery, sometimes if you tell your florist, okay, do a little bit more green greenery, less florals, that can actually save you on a budget, which we love. Yes. Majorly. So, Majorly. Um, so in terms of the whole wedding, reception, everything, obviously you and Ben know a lot of people from all walks of life, from your experiences. Yes. How did you guys sort of narrow down your guest list? Did you have trouble doing that? And were there Bachelor Nation people there? I saw Her yes. Sarah Highland was there, which we're yes. all huge fans of her <laughs> I know. So, so is my extended family. So <laughs> I have a, like... I'm Italian, so my extended family is very Huge. Italian, very loud, very big. So mm -hmm. my my family list was like around 150 people. Um, <gasps> oh, so my that God. alone was an insane amount. And then yeah, Ben is the kind of person that like wants to include everyone. He doesn't want anyone to ever feel left out. And so his initial list of people he gave me to invite was like 600 people. His list. <gasps> No, Ben, so, we got to make some cuts. I know. My dad was like, I mean, we could just do like a block party. I was like, totally. <laughs> Honestly, I'd, I'd be down for that. I We yeah. need to see a block party wedding happen. I know. And honest, I think that we could have pulled it off, but instead we just narrowed down the guest list. That was one of the hardest things we've ever done, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then the seating chart is even harder once you actually well, invite them. Yes, that's why we didn't do a sit-down dinner. That was Oh, huge. yeah, wait. That is a huge – okay. Is that – technically, is that called yeah. a cocktail hour style – or cocktail style reception? I don't, I don't know because we still had a cocktail hour. Um, okay. But then we just had, like, different stations of food. So it was all very COVID-friendly as well. Like, we okay. had single-serve pieces of pizza. We had a pasta bar. We had like um, grab and go tortilla chips and like this, the vegetable or like salad was a wrap. So it was all like handheld. You could walk around with everything. Oh, and we I had love sliders. That. 
And then we had like enough seating for 250 people at a time and we had 400 people. So there were like cocktail tables. There were like some longer dining tables, but the food was out until like 8.30 or 9. So if you wanted to eat right away, you could eat or you could wait and like get hungry dancing. But Oh, wait, I love that. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, so did people ever, so people could eat whatever they wanted. I yeah. feel like that's so nice because it's like these, these, we're all used to like the flow of events. Like even at my own wedding, it was like, you know, you come in, have the quick dance set, have the yep. first dance and then the sit down dinner. And I've been to some weddings where I'm like, that sit down dinner. What if I'm not ready to eat yet? I'm not hungry. Yeah. I just had cocktail hour. So I love yeah. that. You did, And you didn't find that people like, guests like were malfunctioning if they didn't know what they were supposed to do and stuff no honestly the layout of it made it really simple like all the food was in one place and um everyone actually loved it because like you said when you sit Mm -hmm. down you either aren't ready to eat or you eat too much and then you're supposed to dance and then it's like i can't yeah so we had food. this, yeah, exactly. So we had this like incredible band that just immediately started to play, and everyone would like find food as they needed it. We also had um, cocktail servers walking around with food, so like people knew that it was there if you ever like wanted to grab something. But mm-hmm. no, everyone said there were no lines, which was my biggest worry with it, and there weren't any. That's such a key thing, especially when you have that quantity of people. The flow, I I say this time and time again, the flow is so important. Like you, when you get to your venue, that is such an important part of the venue search. You have to be like, where will these bars go? How many bartenders? Because though it is so easy to get jammed up. That was something like we've, this audience has heard about my wedding at nauseum at this point, but like. Which was beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. But it was there was a problem with like the bar being outside and people had to leave the dance floor. So if I I honestly biggest takeaway from this is I think a lot of people should start considering still covid friendly, covid safe cocktail style receptions like that Mm -hmm. because it's you get to the partying faster. Yeah, we got so much positive feedback and even like people that we were really worried about, like our older family members and stuff. They're like, it was great. I just grabbed my food and sat down. I could watch everyone mm-hmm. dance. Yeah, it was perfect. That's amazing. So your reception, did you do any sort of special reception decor? I remember seeing a lot of gorgeous lights, which I feel like really stood out to me. What else kind of brought the vision of your reception to life? Yes. So all I really wanted was twinkle lights. That was like my non-negotiable. When we met with our <laughs> wedding planner for the first time, she asked what my non-negotiable was, and I said a tent and twinkle lights. So... That was like my big mood setter was that Mm -hmm. on the ceiling. And then we, I really wanted like velvet and more warmth to come with it. Mm -hmm. So we had like pine cones on the table, which feels like it could be corny, but it kind of worked with like the velvet and the couches and just like make it really comfortable for everyone. Um, And my wedding planner, Fett Nashville, I keep, I need to say her name because she's phenomenal Mm -hmm. and she helped me a lot. And she kind of, put my vision and made it happen because I'm not a visual person. So I like gave more of the feeling I wanted and then she just made it happen. I love that. And I feel like, I don't know how much the cost difference would be, but I see a lot of these tent weddings will do like greenery or flowers draping the top of the tent or, you know, Mm -hmm. something up on the top of the tent. 
Yeah. But I, I would imagine, I could bet my life on it, that twinkle lights cost less to do than flowers because flowers are so ungodly expensive. Yes. And truly, that was the thing that stuck out to me. I was like, wow, those lights give it just such a romantic feel, such a like yeah. nice, elegant nighttime feel, probably look amazing in photos, probably looked amazing yeah. in person. Yes. So that's a really good, just all you need is some twinkle lights, you guys. Yeah. We had, yes. um, we called them bistro lighting. It's just funny because by the end of the wedding planning, like my husband was like, <laughs> now he points out things and he's like, oh, that's up lighting or bistro lighting. Stop. <laughs> I'm love like the that. fact that you know those terms means like we've been planning our wedding for two years. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Speaking of that, was Ben helpful and active in like planning the wedding? Yes, he was so helpful. I'm a terrible decision maker unless I have options. And Ben is mm -hmm. much better and he's far more diplomatic than I am. And so he was very helpful through all of it. He like decided our wedding cake flavor. He helped, I mean, all of the things that guys love, the food, all of that. Mm -hmm. And then his big contribution that he wanted to do was have like a bourbon and cigar room. And there was a pool house cool. on the property. So we made it into a little like speakeasy type of room where a lot, we ended up finding a lot of our friends back there. If you just like needed a break from dancing, especially because we didn't do a sit down, mm -hmm. you could go and like the guys were having a bourbon, the girls were chatting. So that was Ben's really big thing. But he had a lot of opinions and they were all really good ideas. I, I was really appreciative of him being involved. That's amazing. I love when yeah. the groom is involved too, because it's rare to find and yes. um, I love that you need, I feel like the perfect mix for planning wedding is somebody who can't make up their mind. I'm the same way. Got to see literally 10 of the options so I know I'm choosing the best one. Yeah. But you need somebody decisive like that because that's the biggest, I used to say in the beginning, that's the biggest thing that keeps you held back from actually planning the wedding is the inability to decide on things. So it's like, yes. just make them and move on. Yep. We had some questions from our audience. A lot of people were asking, which I love that you're an esthetician because you're yes. the perfect person for this question. <laughs> um, what did you do for pre-wedding skincare? Yes. And I know you posted some sort of, I think it was a TikTok about like getting a rash the week yep. of the wedding. Oh. Yeah. So I give my brides the same advice and I didn't take any of it. I tell all my brides, <laughs> Don't try new products the week before your wedding and mm -hmm. don't over exfoliate because that's like what you want to do, try and do is like scrub your skin clean so that your makeup goes on it so well. So for my brides that are clients, we'll do a dermaplane, which is like basically mm -hmm. shaving your face, but you're getting off the top layer of the epidermis too. So it's like all your dead skin's gone. We'll do that mm -hmm. like the Monday before a Saturday wedding. So then it's not too – because if your skin is too smooth, the makeup will just fall right yes. off. Yep. So That's a good tip. Yes. We get a lot of questions about dermaplaning and I'm like, there's a certain time you have to do it. But that's yes. – so you would say like three days before. Yeah, like three right. to four days before your first okay. event where you're wearing makeup. So like before the rehearsal dinner or something, just there's a little bit of like grit to your skin almost. Mm -hmm. But then you don't have the peach fuzz and it's super clear. Um, okay. So I did that. And then I also incorporated a new product, which I always say not to do. And I ended up getting a rash. And yeah. so I woke up 
the day of my rehearsal and I had a rash all the way down my cheek. And so I kind of like did some magic to it and it got smaller. And then when I took off my makeup after the rehearsal dinner, it was all the way down my cheek again. And I remember getting in bed that night and I was like, this is such a vain prayer, God, but like, please just make this rash a little (laughs) bit smaller tomorrow. (laughs) Listen, we've all been there. We all do the vain prayers. And honestly, I I don't think it's that vain because it's your wedding day. You're also in the public eye. So that adds a whole nother pressure. I know. I mean, you just don't want that. And and yeah. is it do we think it was from like stress or the over or a mix of everything, the over exfoliation? I so I think it was a mix of everything cuz I so I over exfoliated which are, is going to make your skin a little bit more sensitive. And then I also I didn't drink for 6 weeks leading up to the wedding cuz I didn't want to like mm-hmm. be restrictive with food cuz that can get unhealthy. But I was like I yeah. can cut out alcohol, like that's that'll be great. Mm-hmm. And then I just had alcohol for like three days in a row. So what the rash was, it's like a type of acne rosacea almost flare up. And I get it quite often in the same spot. So I kind of knew what it oh was. God. But um, yeah, it can be like alcohol, sleep, stress, mm-hmm. all the combo. Lack of sleep for me. Yeah. That if I don't sleep, it's like game over. Yes. Um, what would you recommend to other brides who might get these weird skin issues on yeah. the week of? I don't go crazy because, like, yeah. there's nothing you can do about it, to be honest. So, like, I woke up the day of my wedding. I still had a little rash. I iced it. Most skin mm-hmm. issues are inflammatory, so ice helps a lot. So I iced it. I put on just, like, a basic moisturizer. I told my makeup artist because, I mean, I also don't struggle with skin issues that often. And I was like, this is just a humbling moment for me. <laughs> I have a rash on my face. And she was like, no problem. And she covered mm-hmm. it. I didn't even think about it during the whole day. Um, that's amazing. But that's why you have a makeup artist too. Yeah, and they can work some magic. They're, that's magic. The, I think they're professionally trained to cover up any skin issues. So that's, yep. that's the beauty of hiring a makeup artist, which we all yes. do for our weddings. Yes. Um, is there anything from the whole wedding day that you wish you had splurged on more or saved money on? Hmm. For example, a lot of people are like, oh, I wish I didn't spend money on paper programs and ceremonies or ceremony programs yeah. for the for the ceremony. Um, yeah. Is there anything like that? I, I actually love our programs. I made them on Canva myself. And so that was an easy way to save. Oh, we love it. You DIY'd them. Yeah, oh, DIY'd them. Love it. And Ben we and I had Canva all bride. we love we love a Canva bride, but Ben and I had both lost um, some grandparents during like in the past year or two. So I wanted the program to include them. So mm-hmm. that was really important. Um, I mean, our biggest spend honestly was food, and we couldn't help that because we had four hundred people. But yeah. I feel like we were pretty savvy with where we spent and splurged and or saved and splurged and all of that. I feel like. Financially, I wouldn't have changed much of it. Yeah. And I feel like just from looking at the photos and stuff, it's not like you guys went too over the top with any crazy installations or decor, which we do see in a lot of, you know, celeb public figure weddings, like a crazy, I don't know, different... I don't know, just some sort of like crazy installation. They always like build or like build a tunnel over the pool or something. I don't know. But um. You guys didn't do – you kind of kept it more simple but also really classy. And I just think, like, going back to the flow of your reception, like, that 
probably like people were having so much fun. I'm sure they probably weren't even focused on where is the big installation or where is the decor? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So yeah. no, gotta I, ask that though. Cause our audience is always looking to save some money. Yeah. I think so. we, we definitely saved money in the decor decor department. Like we just didn't do much there. Um, yeah. but that was so that we could feed and water all of our guests. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just feed yeah. and water all of them. <laughs> Um, is there anything, well, first, what was your favorite part of the whole day? Do you think? Yeah. Have I, I'm surprised I didn't ask you that already. Cause that's my I favorite do. question. <laughs> Honestly, I loved our ceremony and I, okay. I wasn't expecting to, I mean, I knew I would love it. Like that's the important part, but I felt like I would just be itching to get to the reception the whole time. But mm-hmm. our ceremony was really, really personal to us. And we wrote our own vows and, um, we had like both of our, our Ben's groomsmen and my bridesmaids came up at one part of the ceremony and like put hands on us and just like blessed our marriage and like it was just really cool and really intimate Mm -hmm. in a way that like I was nervous about with um 400 people in the audience and I didn't even realize that all those people were there so the ceremony was amazing and then just like the whole reception with the band and everyone dancing like Mm-hmm. Just such a fun time. I love that. And you guys yeah. exited on a pontoon boat, right? We did, yes. I love we that. Did. With a grand exit, I've honestly, yeah. I love them because you don't see them too often because mm-hmm. usually there's like an after party and then everybody just like gets wasted and goes home at like 3 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. But I love that. Like with a grand exit, what do you do? You just kind of ride off and that's that. Okay, this is a really funny story. So (laughs) we wanted to do the pontoon exit because we were staying in the house on the venue and there was a dock on the opposite side. So the pontoon was just going to take us there. So then we were still like exiting, but like going back Mm -hmm. to where we we were partying. Um, And so we get on the boat and the boat driver, Captain Jesse, has a first mate named (laughs) Trippy on the back of this pontoon boat. And it's really cold. And so they, like, get us inside and they have a little heater and we're, like, sitting there. And they start going in the opposite direction of the dock. And we're, like, okay. Oh, God. We kind of are just, like, ready to go to bed. But, like, okay, great. They take us on a full lap around the lake. It ends up being, like, a 30 to 45-minute boat ride, like, all the way around the lake. Freezing. They're literally – and they're they're just, like, fishermen that live on this lake that my mom (laughs) – paid to take us on their pontoon boat and so captain jesse's like yeah i didn't really want to do this in november but your mom just kept calling me so i i gave here we are yeah and then they're just like telling us about their fishing adventures 45 minutes later we arrive at the dock that was 10 feet away from where we left we're like what just happened you guys went on a little boating adventure. Yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> oh my god. Hey, it's like it's that's the honeymoon. You don't even need a honeymoon after that. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah. Oh, well, your wedding was gorgeous. Is there anything that you would have changed or done differently looking back? No. Not a thing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I th- I we'll think I'm living in like an ignorant bliss. Like I'm sure that there yeah. are things that everyone else would have changed and just no one has told me. But like to me, mm-hmm. it was perfect. 
But that's the best because the you shouldn't be, we say it all the time, you should not tell the bride when things were going wrong or if yep. things went wrong. Like why? Yeah. If your friends love you, they're not going to be like, hey, Jess, you know that your photographer was <laughs> weird to me or whatever. I don't know. I know. Yeah. Well, now it's time for Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer with flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, my personal favorite, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. So basically these opinions will say whether we agree or disagree and why, and our audience submits them and... You guys have a lot of opinions, so let's get right into it. You don't need to do bridesmaid proposals. Did you do them? I did them, but I did it really small, and I gave them a necklace for them to wear on the day. So it wasn't like a big thing. Um, But I don't think that it needs to be like a huge gift box. I think it can be something small or even just a letter, but it is sweet to ask them. I think it goes, there's different, I think you can do whatever the fuck you want and your bridesmaids will love you regardless. But I love that you did a gift that they could repurpose and wear together on the wedding day because that's just killing two birds with one stone. Yes. But I also, I've been in a couple recently where the bride really just like asks us over the phone or in person and doesn't give a gift. But then when they get when we get to the wedding day, they pay for hair and makeup or do something like that or get a really good gift on the wedding day. And okay. those are the type where I'm like, I don't need a little gift box yeah. proposal gift. You know what I mean? That's a great so, idea to pay for hair and makeup and like skip the yeah. gift box. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because then on the day of, they really appreciate it because then they don't have to shell out money for that. Yes. Um. But yeah, so I I agree. I don't think you need to do a bridesmaid proposal. Well, the question is proposals. So I agree. I think you do need to ask them, obviously, in a nice way, but doesn't need to have a gift tied to it all the time. Yes, agree. So 85% of our audience agreed on Instagram with that one. Love that. So the next one is expensive wedding shoes aren't worth it. No one notices. I agree. Yeah. No one sees I, But then again, like, if you want to rock the Jimmy Choo's, if you have the budget and if shoes is a priority to you, then drop whatever money you want on them. Yeah. Mine were very inexpensive. They were so comfortable. I think comfort is key. That's I, don't, what I, I, was, I don't care what they cost. Yes. Comfort. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, if you want to get a cute pair for, like, your stills or, like, photos or whatever and, like, an expensive pair – and you can, then do it. But on the day when you're like walking through for photos and standing up there in your ceremony, you don't want your feet to fall asleep. So no, like comfort. you can't have that. Yeah. Comfort is key. Like truly, I – and some really expensive sh- pairs of shoes can be some of the most uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's like don't just go for that. Try those suckers on and walk around with them and break them in because yes. who wants to be standing up at their ceremony with their feet bleeding? Not yeah. me. Yeah, no. So the next, oh, 83% of our audience agreed with that one, that they're not worth it and no one notices. But again, do what you guys want. 
The last and final one, you can ask your fiance for a bigger ring. <laughs> no, I disagree. I that's aggressive. Yes. I'm all for I'm all for specifying what type of ring you want because I don't mean to sound vain, but you are going to have that on your finger for the rest of your life. Yeah. Ideally. Yeah. <laughs> and it is an expensive investment. I mean, like we, people should get what they want, especially because they're dropping so much money on it. But at the same time, like I think there's a way to pre-plan and communicate about it, not yeah. over-communicate because you don't want to be like, now get me this exact, I don't know. I, right. There's, everybody yeah. has different opinions about this, but I, I mean, I don't think I would go asking for a bigger one after no. the questions popped because then it's just like, do you care about the love or the yeah. ring? Well, and like my thing, even about my ring, like I know Ben spent so much time looking at diamonds and picking out the mm -hmm. one that he thought was perfect for my hand. And I never gave like a specific size. If you have a specific size in mind, tell the guy like absolutely so that they know so you're not disappointed. But like mm -hmm. – if it's not that important to you, let them do their thing and think about you and pick it out because that's what makes it so special is they looked at it right. and thought of you and got it specifically for you. Right, so. for sure. And it's like, yeah, don't I, I don't like putting too many constraints on it because then it's just like they're literally – it's like a Christmas list when you're young. It's like this is what yes. I want. Now get this for me. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I do yeah. think like – Look, we've had we've ran into scenarios with our listeners where they'll they'll write in and be like, I f effing hate my ring. Like, what mm. do I do? I love my future significant other or my significant other, but I hate my ring. Yeah. And in those cases, there's things you can do. Like maybe you can uh, like ask if that you guys can reset it a little bit or like yeah. add some little thing tweaks to it somehow. But yeah. I don't know. I would just do all of the communication needed before go try on rings together yep. you know tell family and friends what what styles you like so that they tell that to the significant other yep. if you need to provide some direction or if you're super low maintenance like you just let them <laughs> let them go rogue with it so I did send a yeah. photo but yeah I think even like the band makes a big difference like Go and design your mm -hmm. wedding band together and maybe then you can say to get the band I want I need to change the setting. No, no, no. Right, Be right. sneaky. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, 74% of our audience agrees with us that they disagree that you can ask for your, your fiancé for a bigger ring. So Love it. There's that. Well, that was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. It's so good. I'm obsessed with it because it's only 100 calories and it's gluten-free. And I mean, literally, I've never met a person who doesn't like it. It was all over the bachelorette party that I went to this past weekend. It's just so good. My favorite flavor, as you guys know, is watermelon. You've got to try it. You can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. So Jess, before we let you go, I want to hear about all about what you have going on. You have this amazing partnership with Magic Linen. Can you yes. tell us about that? Yes. So... Ben and I moved into a house together, and it's pretty sparse, um, but I got all of this, like, beautiful holiday wear off my gift, gift registry for my wedding, which I highly recommend mm -hmm. doing. So I've been wanting to host a lot more at the house because 
well, one of my friends that was married was like, make sure you register for holiday dishes and plates and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I did. So we're trying to host more. So Magic Linen sent me all of these wedding gifts and they're incredible, like exceptional quality linen, um, tablecloths and curtains and runners and napkins and like all these things so I can make this beautiful table with all of my holiday plates and then have people over, which we've loved doing because we have so much room to entertain. And it Mm -hmm. really, I had no idea how much the linens would like warm up the space and make it feel homey. And my table looks Mm -hmm. like an absolute dream because of it. They also sent us a duvet cover and I didn't know that linen was like soft. So comfortable. Yes. So comfortable. That's the new rage. Everybody's getting linen sheets all of a sudden. I'm like, I need to. Yes. Like now. I was worried they wouldn't be comfortable, but they are so – because I thought like silk satin was better, but the linen is Mm -hmm. so soft. It's great. Well, and correct me if wrong, but it's good for summer. I was looking on the website. You guys have like even like men's linen shirts. Literally, I feel like that's perfect for like – a summer, spring, warmer wedding when you need to get something for the guy. It's like, yes. have him put on a nice crisp white linen shirt. Yeah. Good to go. And they have this viral it. dress that Meghan Markle wore. And it's like effortless linen, oh like a high-low, beautiful. They have all kinds of oh. things that, yeah, linen, it's incredible for summer. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Jess, thank you so, so much. Um, where can people find you? So my Instagram is JessClark underscore. My TikTok is Jessica Clark Higgins. And yeah. And I my skin page is just skin Jess. I was gonna say you post some amazing skin tips. Thank you. Um I think that's where on your page is where I saw the icing trick. Yes. And ever since then I literally ice everything. It's yep. as simple as an ice cube. Doesn't so. it help so much too? It helps so much with the under the skin chin pimples, which is my entire life sometimes. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much again. And um, yeah, enjoy the newlywed life. Thank you. You too. Thank you. All right. Till death do us part. (laughs) The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.